traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Why is it so great? Well, we're taking a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming. And we're going to talk about the fun stuff, technology, video games, TV shows, movies, a little bit of everything. And of course, the greatest show on the planet, The Geek Show, is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, you guys, we have a lot to go over today. I have a bunch of news for you. Uh, a lot of scams going on out there in the world of politics. Uh, new guidelines for aspirin. Ransomware does something absolutely crazy to a Norwegian aluminum mount manufacturing company. Gosh, a Norwegian aluminum manufacturing company. Say that five times as fast as you can. Uh, then we'll take a break, and then we'll talk about uh, the fact that it's Saturday. What are you going to do? What are you going to see? Obviously, we have to talk about the giant that is the movie Us, the sequel to Jordan. Well, not the sequel, but the second movie made by Jordan Peele, who blew us away with the movie Get Out. I saw it. I will give you my opinion after the break. And then we'll take a break after that. When we come back, I have a special guest. Dan DiOrio is joining me, and we are talking about the FCFL it is the fan-controlled football league. It is a new thing starting up this year. It looks awesome. There are some big names behind it. And as somebody who doesn't like sports, me, I loved it. And for somebody who loves sports but not video games, Dan, he loved it. So you got to hear, it's a really fascinating concept, and I hope good things come out of it. Then, of course, we end the show with the top five list of the week. I got trailers, guys. A lot of trailers. Two Netflix and three movies. There are a lot of movies coming out this year, and the trailers are starting to roll. But with that, let's get into the news. Let's start off with MySpace, something I never thought I would say in the year 2019. Whoever thought I would be talking about MySpace? But yes, uh, re MySpace reportedly deleted years of music by accident, but it took months to, for people to notice because people don't use MySpace. And what's hilarious is uh, people were getting all upset that their music was gone on MySpace. Here's my two cents. If you're really upset that MySpace, that your music is gone from MySpace, then you got a problem because the world has evolved greatly from MySpace. So, yeah, if you are on MySpace, bad news, your music is gone, but you can re-upload them or download them. I don't remember how it worked. I think you had to get like a wiki in there and then the wiki would put a sound thing on it would play music i don't remember it's been years since i even thought about myspace and uh yeah not not good over on the myspace stuff man charged with setting up bogus websites to scam bernie sanders and beto o'rourke donors so federal prosecutors had charged an 80 year old california man named john pierre for uh, getting donors to donate more than $250,000 by setting up fake websites. He would uh, post for over about 10 different Senate candidates, so not just Bernie Sanders and Beto O'Rourke, but they're the bigger ones. And he would ask for money 
Uh, he would set up uh, political action committees, but he would never report any of the donations to the government. So the government finally got him. The the scam ran from the year 2015 until his arrest earlier last week, March 2019. So that tells you how long this scam has been going on. Hilarious to me is, and I know we I try my best not to bring politics into it, but if you follow Bernie Sanders, you would know that Bernie Sanders is very much against big banks and, you know, rich people and for the poor. And what's hilarious to me is the that a document about this whole thing states that um, John Pierre urged donors visiting the Bernie Sanders website that they should send checks and cash rather than pay credit card because of, and I quote, big banks. It's hilarious because checks and cash are easier to, get to hide than it is a credit card because the credit card transaction, you know, saved on the computer, saved to the bank, and people can trace it back to you. But I'm really curious to see how many people fell for the sending cash and check. Would you even want to admit it at that point that you fell for it? I don't know. What I think is also the mind-blowing fact about this is that it was an 80-year-old man who was doing this. How the heck did an 80-year-old man set up a website, multiple websites, and scam people out of money? Isn't it supposed to be the other way around where it's other people scamming older people out of the money? So I don't know. I, it's terrible, obviously, but at the same time, I kind of tip my hat to the guy for 80 years old creating websites and stealing money from people. Let's head over to Russia, where there was some bad things happening. A pair of bills that limit free speech online were signed by Russia President Vladimir Putin on Monday, promising harsh penalties for those who criticize the nation and its officials or post fake news. So once again, we are the whole world. We talk about this all the time is coming to a, uh, a point in regards to our First Amendment. Thank God we live in the United States where we can say whatever the heck we want on the Internet. With not too much chances of getting sued or anything, although I do have a story about that. But um, China is notorious for cracking down on social media posts, especially about their president. I mean, Winnie the Pooh has been banned because somebody made a meme that the Chinese president looked like Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh is not allowed in uh, China right now. And stuff like this, Vladimir Putin doing this, it's just it's bad overall because rumors are that he's getting scared his supports dying down and that this will crack down on it but fake news is a problem without a doubt but fake news is stuff that is make made up it is not stuff that you just disagree with and that's the problem right now the problem is is that there is no exact not formula but no exact definition of what fake news is that people can really understand because a lot of people will call uh, like CNN, they'll call CNN fake news because they're hearing opinions or stories on there that they don't believe in. No, that's not right. Fake news. No, it might be real news. The fake part for you is that you're just not believing it. But long story short, I'm not going to go into this whole ethical rant about Twitter and First Amendment speeches and all that. But the fact is that Russia is limited down on this on social media and you'll be fined up to $23,000 if you talk bad about the president or uh, report quote fake news which brings me to my other one in the united states david devin nunez from california a gop congressman is suing twitter along with the users uh quote devin nunez's mom and devin nunez's cow 
first of all, those accounts are hilarious, but uh, he's suing the company for $250 million. He claims that he has been shadow banned from the company, that these people, Devin Nunes' mom, is spreading fake news about him and slandering him and so on and so forth. And he says that the Republicans are not being treated fairly on Twitter. And to that, you guys, we have talked about this. Um, take my political affiliations or whatever they are. I'm kind of in the middle. Out of the whole thing. Take Let's take politics out of this. At the end of the day, Twitter is a private company. They can do whatever the heck they want. You can say, oh, Corey, the First Amendment. The First Amendment only applies to the government. A private business can do whatever the heck they want. Yes, you can say, well... Twitter's the it's like essential for everyday Americans and functioning, but it's not. At the end of the day, it's a private company. A private company can do whatever they want. Is are they shadow banning people? I don't know. Maybe uh, I, I I really question how one would find evidence of that because just saying, well, people aren't reacting that much anymore is not really a thing. Um, but at the end of the day, Twitter's a private company. If they wanted to. They could just ban all the right-wing people. Sure, people will get upset and they'll sue to make a point, but Twitter can do it because Twitter's a private company. If they're so scared, they should. if they think that Republicans are being uh, taken down here, create a Republican Twitter and then have them on there. You know, there are, there are options out there, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, this is kind of dead in water, uh, this case. Uh, a lot of people are claiming this is more of a statement, which I agree uh, a judge I always go to for legal advice listening on TV is Judge Napolitano. He's on Shep Smith, who I think is one of the best uh, media people out there in the country uh, because they give you just the information. Judge Napolitano says that this is dead in water and it's more of a statement. But the problem is, is that courts don't like statements. So it'll be interesting to see if anything came out of this. That would be huge in regards to the tech world just because. Um, Twitter is a private company, but if Twitter falls, that means Instagram, Facebook, Google algorithms, uh, all of the big tech companies will fall over, I would think, uh, if something big like that happened. I don't see that happening in the real world. Okay, take that. We're back. We're off of the political rant. I know we're going into politics a little bit, but with stuff like this, technology and politics is starting to mix up with things with fake news and with Twitter so we had to go into the, the political world just a little bit. Uh, let's do two more, and then I will read some. I have a very little amount of uh, short ones for you. There is an interesting fact that kind of blew my mind. The 1980 comedy Airplane, which, is, by the way, is the second funniest movie of the, all time. Number one clearly goes to Anchorman. But uh, something that I found absolutely fascinating, uh, a person online found this, and he put up, stills and uh, played clips from these movies airplane is a shot for shot remake for the most part of another movie that movie is called zero hour and it's from 1957 it is and i'm not joking a shot for shot remake there are things added here and there to add to it but the zero hour the camera angles the dialogue are all the same so much so that the people who made the movie Airplane bought the rights to that movie so that they could do it. They saw it, they thought it was an awful movie, and they wanted to remake it, and they did. And it's one of the funniest movies of all time. But it's kind of hilarious, and it really does change your viewing of Airplane. So I definitely recommend it. 
go on YouTube or go on Google and just type in Airplane Zero Hour and there'll be clips on there. It is shocking how much they are the same. Uh, let's go into some quick news. Disney now owns 21st Century Fox, which includes X-Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four. So all of those characters are returning to Disney. And Disney also now owns most of Fox's uh, lineup along with most of Hulu. I think they control 60% of Hulu, which is actually really interesting because Disney has their streaming service, Disney Plus, coming out soon. So a lot of people are wondering if there's going to be an integration with Hulu and Disney Plus or if Disney's just going to shut down Hulu, which would be really surprising. But uh, we'll have to wait for that. But Disney gets the rights to, I think, The Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob's Burgers, all the things you see on Fox right now is now owned by Disney. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what comes out of this. I don't know how things are going to change with Fox. I know for the most part they're focusing on their news stuff, but we'll have to wait and see. Disney is now one of the biggest companies in the movie industry now, which is actually kind of scary. Uh, two last quick ones. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean reboot is being planned. They have hired a scriptwriter who did the Black Pearl movie in Stranger Tides to now write that movie. Uh, Sherlock Holmes 3 Entertainment reports that the third Sherlock Holmes movie starring Robert Downey Jr. will be set in an Old West era San Francisco. And with that, you guys, I'm starting to lose my voice. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to go over the fact that it is Saturday. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Fourteen seventy and one hundred point three WMBD. This is the Geek Show. I'm your host Corey Wara, and welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. Now, if you don't know, there is the fourteen seventy WMBD app. I highly recommend it. You can catch up on all the Geek Show episodes that are on there. They usually pop up every Monday. You have I host a show called the Greg and Dan After Party on the app. Definitely check it out. Trust me, as a person, I know I work at this company, so you're like, well, Corey, obviously your judgment is skewed a little bit. But I promise, my honest-to-God opinion, this app is fantastic. As soon as you open it, the radio starts playing. You can see all the news headlines that you get online, but on this app, and then podcast and previous shows. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it. But let's head over to Landmark Cinemas, you guys, because we got some movies to watch. Let's First, let's talk about the big one of the week. Us. Us is a new film by Jordan Peele. He directed the fantastic Get Out movie that took people by storm. He was also a part of a comedy duo, Jordan and Peele, or I think that's the group, uh, on Comedy Central, and he did fantastic work there, but now he's getting into some seriously good stuff. Um, did it live up to the movie Get Out? No, but the expectations were so high because that movie was beyond phenomenal. But what I can tell you is this. I, first of all, I hate uh, movie reviews in general just because it, it's really, at the end of the day, it's your guys' opinion. But I will say this. I'm super excited that Jordan is now a part of the Twilight Zone remake because he's going to be fitting in that role perfectly. I think that this movie help emphasizes how much the Twilight Zone reboot is going to be amazing. That being said, this movie is fantastic, and it absolutely horrified me. I'm not a person who gets scared easy, but this movie scared me. Unless there's clowns involved. If there are clowns involved, then yeah, I'm going to be a bit scared. But this movie just messes with you. And at the same time, 
It is absolutely hilarious. The characters are super relatable. There is comedy throughout this movie. And I think that's what makes it a hundred times worse for me because you're like, is it going to be funny next? Is it going to be scary next? You don't really know. This is a full blown horror movie. So if you like horror and you like scary, definitely check this out. But this movie is absolutely just on the top of my list for this year. It's at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Definitely check it out. Still out in the box office, you have Captain Marvel, who I'm very curious to see if she will be taken down this week by the movie Us. Wonder Park, an animated uh, kids film. Five Feet Apart, How to Train Your Dragon. Tyler Perry's A Medea's Family Funeral, The Last Time Medea Makes an Appearance Ever. Captive State and The Lego Movie 2. Looking forward to next week, we have Dumbo. Dumbo will be the new Disney movie remake. I'm curious to see if that movie will do well at all. There's not a lot of hype going around with the Dumbo movie. In regards to TV, do I have time? Yeah, I got two minutes here. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, Broad City. I love that show. Last season, I highly, highly, highly recommend you see that. Better Things, Superstore, Gotham, and The Orville. All of those that are 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is a great time for TV. I want to call, call out a couple, though. First, Love, Death, and Robots. This is a Netflix original show on Netflix right now. You can watch, I think there's 14 episodes. But what it is, is each one, each episode is a... Uh, is its own thing, but each one is animated by a different group. So you have 14 very different animation styles. They're sci-fi stories. They are really, really good. It's kind of like the Animatrix, if you watched that before. Uh, just totally different stories, totally different animation styles, and they're absolutely beautiful. That being said, if you are a kid or somebody who is just young and doesn't like violence and nudity and all of that, stay away from it because there's tons of it in here. There are some that are not, but some that are, but this show is fantastic. I love animation. I tell you guys this all the time. Love hand-drawn, love computer-drawn. I love animation in general, and this show is outstanding. It looks beautiful. Some of the stories are great. Others are hilarious. There's one about yogurt that I cannot recommend enough for people. It is so, so funny. The other one I want to give a shout out to this week, it released on Hulu, which I believe you can see on Hulu still. With You'll have commercials, of course, but you can watch for free. It is called The Act, and uh, I don't have too much time here, but it's based off a true story, and uh, it, it is a crime thriller based on a true story. Really, really good. I don't want to give you too much spoiler because I know about the whole story, but it was really good. I just watched one episode and it kept me up at night just thinking about how something like this happened. And I'm very, very excited to see where this is going to go. It's in the same vein of the, um, oh, what's that show called? The um, OJ Simpson TV show. So definitely worth your time. It's called The Act. That is on Hulu. Right now, new episodes every week, and of course, Love, Robot, and Violence, or Violence, Robot, you'll you'll see Love, Death, and Robots is on Netflix. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, I got a special guest. We're going to talk about something cool. This is The Geek Show in 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Fourteen seventy and one hundred point three WMBD. This is the Geek Show. I'm your host Corey Wara, 
and welcome back. And we're going to get right into things. I brought a special guest, Dan DiOrio. Dan, welcome. Excelsior! <laughs> yes. So I want to talk about a new thing that I found this weekend called the FCFL. It's the Fan Controlled Football League. So they they talk about it all the time, and they say it is the best thing in the world for sports fans and for people who don't like sports. So I thought, I know nothing about sports, that I would bring the person who knows about all sports, and that's Dan on the show to talk about this. Have you seen anything about it, Dan? I, I'm just finding out about it. Now, there are other leagues that have started yeah. besides, yeah, and the, and the XFL's coming back and mm-hmm. all this and that. And I'm like, okay, how much talent is there really is <laughs> yeah. out there? I mean, we already said there's only eight quarterbacks in the world that can get your team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So this, the, though, yeah, I think this has a shot because a hundred thousand people filled the stadium to watch people play. What is it, League of Legends? League of Legends, yep, and two million worldwide mm-hmm. to watch other people play a video game. <laughs> yes. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, the Fan Controlled Football League, the FCFL. It's a mouthful, the FCFL. But uh, is this whole thing where they are taking the game football? They're cutting it down to 60 minutes. Each match is only 60 minutes long, uh, 50 yards in total. It's indoors. There's no kicking at all. It is all you know, uh, rushing the ball and defending, and it is 100% controlled by the fans. So you have eight teams. So far, we have a singer, Prince Royce. Uh, three football players, former football players, and a video game. Yeah, place. a couple of big name. Uh, Richard yeah. Sherman mm-hmm. is in there. Yeah, uh, and uh, the Beast. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other one. This is how I found out about it. Is a group called Kind of Funny. They do uh, incredible video game podcasts. They're huge in the video game community, and they just announced yesterday that they were um, signing on for this. So what's interesting is the fans will pick a team. Once they have the team captain. They will pick the name of the team, the mascot, the players. They'll have a list of coaches that you can click and listen to interviews of, and then they choose the the coaches for the teams. And then the big thing, though, is once the matches start, the players get to choose the plays. So if you want to do a heck, if you want to do a hail mary, go for it. You you get to decide. But it's all set up on a system where. Uh, let's say, Dan, you vote for play number one. I vote for play number three. Play number one goes and they score. Then you get a bump in how important your vote is. So if you so it'll be weighted differently. Yeah, and if you so of all the, the plays, team, I'm sure there'll be a playlist. Yes, okay. I believe uh, you can uh, choose this either on the app on your phone while you're watching, yeah. or you can use the streaming service called Twitch. Yeah, and when and it's free, and when you watch it. Options will come up on the screen, and you can click to. I think this actually has merit. It's interesting, yeah, because it it it, it involves video game people Mm -hmm. who will now get gravitate towards football and watch it, and I'm hopefully on the screen after it's done. Uh, it'll show the play that ran, and then the closest or other plays that other people. Oh voted yeah, on. without yeah. a doubt. And then and, you you might want to like sabotage other teams if you can create another yeah. account and then choose bad plays for them. I mean, you could. That's true. I never thought about yeah. that. Um, but um, I think then from there they should score at the end of the game uh, x five two nine zero. 
had the most successful plays. Yeah. So that guy then somehow gets elevated to next week. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the playoffs, make the leading guy, the eight leading guys, the actual offensive coordinator. Oh, that'd be cool. For the playoffs. And everyone can watch them play Mm -hmm. these. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna. They have I think three more. I think it's something to it. I think I think so too. And I'm not a sports guy. I always found football incredibly boring just because of how long it is. Yeah. And cutting it down to an hour, no kicking, just straight into the action, and I get to interact with it. I don't see a negative to this. No, and I would actually watch that. Yeah, I would too. Uh, they and still... I think my kids who aren't into sports would watch it for the video game because it's a exactly. video game. Yeah, and part of the fun, too, is when you watch it on Twitch, you have the chat room open up. You can chat with just your friends mm-hmm. or everybody who's watching. It's very They're pushing very hard on interactivity. Um, okay, so how much would it cost? Have they got into that? The To be a part of it? Yeah. You just sign up. And it's all going to be ad revenue, you know, ads taking breaks during the shows. People will sponsor different places. And it's 100% free if you're a fan watching. Well, you know, you know what would be great, too, is then you have analysts after the game to dissect the plays. And people yeah. can watch it and know why this is good. So they can get and then scout the other teams, oh, their yeah. advantages, this and that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, there, this is. I think this has a possibility. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what kind of weird names we're going to get out of this. Yeah, they're going to be really, really. Bizarre. And I wonder how sexist some of sexist some of the names are. Yeah, well, you know, the video rumors. game community has a tendency to be. Yes, a very different. true. Yeah, uh, one person they're spotting really hard to try to get to be a part of this is um, I can't remember her name. She's that high school student that is starting to become really huge eyes on her, saying she might be the first NFL player. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember her name, but they're trying to scout her really hard to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are still three people, uh, team captains, that have yet to be announced. Then all the voting starts. You can even sign up now. Um, The first game will take place in December in Las Vegas. I just I think this is absolutely cool because, you know... I never thought we'd be reinventing football, mm-hmm. but I'm curious to see if this is going to take off or if it's going to just disappear kind of like the other arena football stuff. And by the way, the vote will come in, okay, on computer, mm-hmm. and then the play will go into the quarterback's helmet. Yeah, yes. And that's absolutely. how he'll know what play to call. Yep, and the people behind it, too, were saying that um, they are 1,000% opening to altering rules based on what mm-hmm. people want. Um, and they are taking safety very, very... And by the way, the players will try out for the team, and the fans will pick yes. through the draft who they want on the team. Yep, fans pick it. You can even sign up right now. Dan, if you want to go play football, you can. Yeah. It's interesting because uh, the guy who was talking about it, I don't remember his name, he's with the, the company, said that it's going to be a mix of not the most athletic people, but... Very athletic people because, yeah. you know, we get to choose. Right. So, obviously, I want the other teams to choose really bad players, so I might sign up for multiple accounts and vote in, you know, <laughs> bad people. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh-huh. I, I I feel like this can either go one of two ways. The website to me, which is the fcfl.io, mm-hmm. is a little sketchy. That's my only my only worry is... Reading this website, all the information isn't exactly there, and they flaunt how much like Sports Illustrated, New York Times have talked about them. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah, I'm on the website, and yeah, they could have made a better website. Yeah. 
Um, let's see here. Yeah, Prince Royce, Marshawn Lynch, Richard Sherman. Oh, Ocho Chino, uh, Ocho Cinco's in this. Yeah, so That's I, fun. it's huh. I think there's a chance to be great. I think there's a chance to be awful. Um, they're talking about they want to do this with other sports. Do you think of any other sports that they could take this model with? Um, no, because other sports are fluid. Yeah, football is play by play by play. Now mm-hmm. maybe they could do it in baseball. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I but he, uh, here's the thing I would like to see too. Yeah, is uh, the playoffs. Uh, you're if you're one of the top play callers too. I think you should be flown to the playoffs. Oh, absolutely, and play live. Yeah. So they're the the fans. The yeah, guys and call- I should say that in the arena where this is happening, there yeah. will be they're giving tickets out for free. Mm-hmm. Um, eight hundred tickets, I believe. Yeah. You'll be in that room, and you get a pad, and you get to choose the plays as they. Oh, come that's to. great. So yeah. Oh, it, it's really pushing interactivity, and I. I think it's going to be really, really fascinating. And you know what's going to do? Uh, the top play callers, mm-hmm. they're going to become stars themselves. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I assume Punky that when six this... four, you know, it's yeah. a, an 11-year-old kid. <laughs> he's one of the best play callers. Yeah. Yeah. And it, pop a picture up on screen, say, yeah. here's our top player of the day, the, the yeah. chooser. Wow. I think it's going to be absolutely awesome. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Dan. When we get back, we're going to go over the top five list of the week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Fourteen seventy and 100.3 WMBD. This is The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. And welcome back to the greatest show on the planet. And, of course, the greatest show on the planet, The Geek Show, is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And, yeah, you guys, it's the top five list of the week. I got four, no, five trailers for you guys. This was a great week for movie trailers. So what do we always start with in the top five? Why, it's number? Number five. Yes, number five always goes to the most popular video of the week, and that just happened to be the trailer for Toy Story 4. Take a listen to this. We have to find them. What do we do, Buzz? What what, what do you do? Jump out of a moving vehicle. Let's go. You gotta go, you gotta go. If you should ever leave me. You know, you've handled this lost toy life better than I could. Open your eyes, Woody. There's plenty of kids out there. Sometimes change can be good. You can't teach this old toy new tricks. You'd be surprised. Bonnie? We're going home for you. God only knows why I'm coming. On my way, Woody. Kids lose their toys every day. I was made to help a child. I don't remember it being this hard. Woody, somebody's whispering in your ear. Everything's gonna be okay. I have to be honest, it was a weird trailer. The way they cut it, the way they edited it was a little weird. But overall, I'm happy. I have a feeling this is gonna be another tearjerker movie. But at the same time, I'm going to walk into this movie with a big negative. Because I think Toy Story 3 wrapped up so stinking well that they're going to really have to try to explain to me why we need a Toy Story 4. Obviously, it's going to make a boatload of money, and that's why they're doing it. But I was so happy, and I I 
cry in movies all the time. I'm a big crier with movies. And I was in tears at the end of Toy Story 3, and it wrapped up so well. So we'll have to wait and see what they come out with this. Number four. Number four goes to a weird Netflix show that's coming out on April 11th. It is kind of the walking dead for Netflix. It's called Black Summer. Take a listen to this. I don't know what the hell is going on. They don't have a plan for us. Everything is falling apart. Yeah, I had to be honest. I was really intrigued for it. At first, I was like, oh, another zombie show. I'm kind of getting tired of zombies. But this one looked gritty. This one looked dark. And it takes place at the very beginning of a zombie apocalypse, which I have to be honest, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's a little twist, just enough to make me interested. We don't really see that much in zombie movies about what happens at the very beginning. It's usually about you know, a year into the zombie apocalypse. I'm really curious to see if they really show the fall of society or if society fights back or what happens in this whole universe. But that comes out on April 11th, Black Summer. Number three. Number three goes to a very, 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 very weird trailer. Lucy in the Sky. Nine. Just feel a little off. Eight. Go up there. You see? Seven. The whole universe. Six. And everything here looks five. Four. You're so small. Three. Two. Yes, yeah, so as you can tell while listening to this, there's a little dialogue, but it's a lot of creepy music, really. But this movie trailer is bizarre. This comes out later this year. It stars Natalie Portman, and it is very 2001 A Space Odyssey-esque. And I don't mean that in just, oh, it's another creepy sci-fi horror in space movie. No, I mean the shots, the the camera angles, the design, the look of it looks a lot like in the style of 2001 and I'm very intrigued the trailer didn't tell me anything but it looked absolutely gorgeous and if there's one thing I like that is some good cinematography number two number two goes to a Quentin Tarantino film his ninth film once upon a time in Hollywood to my right is Bounty Law series lead and Jake Cahill himself Rick Dalton and to my left is Rick Stutt double Cliff Booth So, Rick, uh, explain to the audience exactly what it is a stunt double does. Actors are required to do a, a lot of dangerous stuff. Cliff here is meant to help carry the load. 
Is that uh, how you describe your job, Cliff? What, carrying his load? Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, so not much is known about this. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. All that I could find out about it, about the plot, was that it stars Leonardo DiCaprio as a TV actor and Brad Pitt as his stunt double. And it's kind of the end of their career, and it's about surviving it as we end the golden era of Hollywood films. There is a lot of famous people in this movie, and I mean a lot of famous people in this movie. I don't know where the plot's going to go. I know a guy is playing Charles Manson in this movie. Is it going to evolve into that? I don't know. Is it going to be super bloody like a lot of Tarantino films are? I don't know. The film, the trailer itself was beautiful looking, looked like the era of the golden age of films. I'm confused and excited because Quentin Tarantino, his movies are great. The ones I've seen, I've yet to see Pulp Fiction, but I've heard nothing about but terrible things about it. Here's number one. Number one. Number one goes to Stranger Things 3. The trailer dropped, you guys, July 4th. This is such a great year for movies and TV shows, guys. Game of Thrones is coming to an end. Stranger Things is coming to an end. Avengers Infinity Wars is coming to an end. Star Wars is coming to an end. This is a great year for movies and TV shows, and the trailer for Stranger Things 3 has got me very excited. I mean, what did you think? We're just going to sit in my basement all day? Play games for the rest of our lives? The trailer, while light on details, there was a lot of images. The monster reveal at the end looked great. What's going to happen? We saw Eleven had a sister. Are we going to see more of that in this season? Is Are the poor kids just going to have a break? Is this giant monster in the sky going to come back? I don't know this, this trailer. While great, you saw a lot of new things. Didn't really give you much information. But luckily, we just have to wait a couple months. July 4th. My birthday is July 2nd, so... I'm probably going to take July 4th off and 5th off and just enjoy the weekend watching Stranger Things 3. I don't know about you guys. But with that, you guys, that is it. Have a great and fantastic weekend, and I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 14th.